Hi guys and welcome back to the Boise Buys podcast. Today I'm just going to talk about what I've been up to and go into a little bit more depth about some stuff I've been looking into on Amazon. So let's get into it. So to start off I just want to talk a little bit about car boot sales. Before, well when the lockdown was happening I was so excited to get back to them, couldn't wait. Was literally talking about them all the time. I think I even made a podcast saying get ready for them. But ever since they've restarted in my area they've been absolute dog shit just literally just crap it feels like the sellers have had the time over lockdown to look their stuff up on ebay and sell all the good stuff off and then bring all the bullshit to the car boot sale which fair play they can do what they want but it feels like less stock is available at the car boots and there's a lot more competition i'm not afraid of competition because i know i've got the knowledge and i know what i'm doing but it just seems like the good stuff few and far between at the moment. I don't know what it's like in your areas. Let me know. Drop me a message on Instagram at uh, ClickRight. So let me know what you what yours are like. But mine are absolutely poor, which is mean which means I've had to change my focus. So I've been more looking into Amazon stuff recently because I haven't been enjoying the eBay. One because I haven't been able to find a stock for it really. I don't really enjoy going to charity shops too much, and as I said, car boots haven't been great for me. So I've decided to change my focus and focus on Amazon stock. So that means I've been going to department stores. I went to Debenhams before that closed down. Absolutely cleaned up in there because I think they had like 70% off board games. So I was buying this one game called Obama Llama 2. And I was paying £8 for that. And I was getting around £20 after fees. Each of them. And I, I brought 12 of them, I believe. And they sold out literally within a week. So I was literally going to as many Debenhams as we could. Me and my friend Ronnie came down, he done the podcast. Yeah, so he came down and we literally hit as many Debenhams as we could. And we were absolutely like burning through cash. But like the profit was there, so we had to just go to as many as we could. Filled my car. I've only I've got a Volkswagen Golf when we filled it, so it was definitely a good sourcing day. But yeah, so I've just been literally hitting as many shops as I could. Even like high street shops that I hadn't been in before I'm not going to tell you their names because then you'll go and get the stock so I've got to kind of look out for myself a little bit but literally whatever you think might have stock in like any shops just go in them they've all got clearance sections they've all got well most of them have toy sections if you're thinking the same kind of thing as I buy so just go out there and explore even talk to the staff in the shops just say where's your clearance or have you got any stock you're trying to get rid of if you've got the confidence to do that, if not, just go to the shelves and scan them yourself. Put your headphones in or something so no one chats to you. <laughs> I always find that's the best way. And yeah, just go out there and try and find some deals. But yeah, I've just been, cha- like I said, I'm changing my focus into Amazon. I've also, because I've been so into football cards over the lockdown, I kind of didn't do much of my reselling because I was reselling the football cards and like investing in them and all that. Just because that was what I was into. Once I get down a rabbit hole, I get stuck down there for a bit. But now I'm kind of trying to get back into the reselling again. Because obviously that's how I make my money. I've been making money anyway, but I want to be making more and more. I want it to grow like everyone does. So I'm trying to redevelop my eBay searches. Because I buy a lot off of eBay. Before the cards, I was buying a lot of eBay and putting it back on eBay. Which was really good for me as obviously the shops were closed and that so I'm trying to redevelop my searches on eBay 
and I'm also trying to redevelop them because I, I used to do power hours. I think I might do another one soon just to get me back in the swing of it. But yeah, power hours where I'd see how much profit I can find potential flips from eBay to Amazon. So I'm trying to redevelop my searches, look through what I've sold in the past. So if you want to do your own power hours and you've been an Amazon seller for a while, literally just go through your inventory on Amazon and literally just search for it because some of the stuff, the price would have gone up and then some of the stuff, it'll just be half or even a quarter of the price on eBay. So it's just worth picking it up. It's worth searching for your, for your inventory and just finding the deals that you can make your money in it. That's all we're here to do. Another thing I've been looking into is so I've been going to specific shops that sell Lego but I haven't been going to like the Smith's Toys or the Argos because they just turn over stock like non-stop so they've always they've always got the newest stock in which isn't actually what I'm looking for I'm looking for the stuff that has been sat on the shelf for a while and in that time Lego have discontinued it so pretty much I've said this in a previous podcast but I'll go over it again after a while Lego will discontinue some sets and the demand will still be there, which causes the price to go up. So they're the kind of ones we're looking for in shops. So like I, was, I just wrote it down earlier. So w- when you're looking at the shelves, you're not going to know which ones are discontinued. But So they'll have like sections. There'll be a Lego Creator section, a Lego City, and then a Lego Friends, and there'll be other ones as well. But for Lego Creator, every Lego set has a, a Lego set number. It will say Lego and in the corner, top left, and they'll have a set number on it. So for Lego Creator, the ones you want to be scanning are the ones that are 10800 and below. So 10800 and below. Give them a scan. Usually you can double your money on them if they've got them in stock. So that's just one thing to look at. Lego City, you want to be looking for numbers before 60200. So... 60199 60178 that kind of thing because again you'll be doubling your money i hope this makes sense and then lego friends the lego set number you want to be looking for is before 41400 so if you're seeing like the 41300s the 41200s if you're going to a really small lego shop that hasn't sold their stock in a while you want to be scanning them and more than likely nine times out of ten they're going to be going for more than they retailed at so it's just it's all about just developing your mind and searching and then you've got it in your mind in the end like you'll be like oh shit i know that that set sells for 25 quid and they've got it for nine pound here i'll pick them all up and you want to be looking at the sales rank as well so i mainly aim for under 150,000 during the year so sales rank on amazon if you don't all know already that's so if you have a sales rank of one, that's the number one best-selling toy. So I try and go for 150,000 or less. Sounds a lot, but that usually sells within a month for me. So it's worth it. So yeah. But then as you get to Q4, which is September onwards, I believe. Yeah, September, October, November, December. That is when it gets a bit mental, and you can send in anything from like 300 to 500,000, and more than likely it will sell in them three or four months. Just because Christmas is crazy, there's lots of different people searching for presents in it, and loads of people have different interests. So, I'd say, also, right now, I know it's early, but we're almost halfway through the year. We're, what, four or five months away from the Q4. So, if you're at car boot sales now, start picking up the board games. If you can see sealed ones, that's even better. 
just put them up on your shelves for a couple of months or you could even send them to Amazon for storage but now Amazon have put this a thousand item cap on how many items you can have there I'd probably rather just keep them in your house or put them in your loft just make sure check all the pieces if they're not there buy the spare pieces if it's worth it on eBay and then put them in your loft till September and send them in yeah just be looking out for sealed board games even used board games I've done very well on in, in the past there's like ones called Downfall, Guess Who, uh, what other ones is there, Dingbats, them kind of games, like they look old school and even if the boxes look knackered, they'll still sell on Amazon, just make sure you note into the condition notes, say box has somewhere but still 100% complete and some of them can still be going for like 20 to 30, some of them 40 quid, the Downfall I sold last year for 45 quid and that sold as soon as it touched down, so like Q4 is always a madness and you can always just make crazy money if you've put the work in before like last year I was buying a specific board game I'm not going to say the name of it because I'm going to do the same this year but I was buying a board game I brought it from June till I believe August something like that and I was picking them up for £10 a piece on eBay and I noticed at that time they were around for 25 30 quid on Amazon so I could have flipped them I knew that at Christmas it was going to be going for 40 or 50. So I stockpiled about 30 of them. And literally they sold out before even November. They were gone. Like 45, 50 pound a piece. And they were just flying. I couldn't get enough of them. And then the price went up on eBay as well. So I couldn't get any more stock. But I did make some decent money on them. So, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. But I, I, I feel like I won that one. <laughs> I don't know if I'm chatting shit, but yeah, you want to be, if you're into the, if you are, can sell board games, just get on it, it's just crazy in the fourth quarter of the year, it can actually get mental, like your numbers from the third quarter of the year will be like, will be decent, but then the fourth quarter, they'll be like two, three, four times the sales, as long as you can keep up with it, just make sure you build some contacts, go to the car boot sales, talk to the talk to the dealers like the the guys that are like us but selling on the car boot tell them what you do if they've they might have a regular wholesale contact or something like that obviously i keep saying it but just talk to people just talk shit to people it's just the best way in it most people will be able to help you out and you might find a madness contact also have a look at like stuff that's out of your comfort zone like i don't really dip into clothes but chatty p who's who's coming on the podcast at some point he is an absolute madness with clothes so if you haven't checked him out already check out chaddy pete c-h-a-d-d-y pete on instagram he's an absolute madness so yeah check him out but if you want to learn clothes just just follow loads of people on instagram and just get to know what's selling the best brands to pick up and that kind of thing you want to be i feel like you want to be a generalist you want to be dipping your toe in every single like niche at the start because you don't want to niche yourself down too much in my in my opinion because when I first started I was mainly action figures and that kind of fucked me because I was literally just looking at action figures and I was passing up on all the crazy other stuff that was around like at one point I got really into cameras like film cameras there's ones called Olympus Mew Olympus MJU and them cameras can go for silly money like, it's a film camera and you can get, like, 100 to £200 for them, depending on the model. 
Last year I was flipping them from eBay to eBay. That seems to have dried up a little bit. But I've also heard that on Depop you can get really good money for film cameras. So I'm going to look into that. I just feel like you need more than two streams of income coming in. Like I've got Amazon and eBay at the moment. I'm also working on, still working on my um, football card website. I'll talk about that a bit later. But yeah, I'm, so that's three um, sources of income. And I'm trying. I'm going to get on to Depop again because why not? It's another way that people could potentially buy your items. Might take a little bit longer to list them. But I'm sure if you build up a following on there, it's like anything. You build up a following and you can sell anything. Sell any old shit. <laughs> not the nicest thing, but you know, once you've got followers, you can sell shit. I've also saw some person who was selling, like, it was just the weirdest shit. It was like, well, not the weirdest shit, but like Harry Potter books. You can get them on eBay for like five to ten pound each for the hardback ones. She was getting like 35 to 40 quid each on Depop. I don't know, because it said sold on it. I don't know whether she'd taken it off because it sold on eBay for cheaper. But she seemed to be selling a lot of stuff on Depop. I feel like if you model your shop well on Depop, you're going to do well. And I've got potentially a Depop seller coming on the podcast soon. So he can tell us like his tips and everything. I believe he's like 17 years old and is absolutely smashing it. So that would be a good interview. Also, for this podcast, I want this past podcast not just to be reselling. I want it to be just talking talking to like successful people. People who have gone through the shit and are absolutely banging it now. So I've got like, I've arranged for a makeup artist to come on. She's going to talk about how she started and how she's smashing it at the moment. What, what she wants to do in the future. That's going to be, that could be next week's episode. I'm not completely sure, but it might be. And just anyone who's just absolutely smashed it. Just to give us a bit of motivation. Because we all need a bit of motivation every now and then, don't we? Like, I, tr- I try to watch a one motivational video a day just because, obviously, it motivates you. <laughs> cool, well done, Sherlock. Well, Sherlock. Wow. I'm chatting absolute smack right now. Good old Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I can't even remember what I was talking about. I've just been babbling on. What else did I want to talk about? Yeah, I wanted to talk about my card website. So, it's hard with this card website at the moment. It's hard to get your name out there. Like, obviously, I've got a little, like, quite a small Instagram following, but people seem to be buying stuff, so that's good. And thank you if you have brought from me. But it's just Google Ads and Facebook Ads. I'm trying my best to learn them. Facebook Ads seem fairly easy, but Google Ads, like, get Google AdWords. It seems like a minefield. I tried to do it yesterday. And it fucked up. Tried to do it the day before. It fucked up. I'm not going to give up on it. I'll give it another go later. Probably watch a few more YouTube videos. But the thing is, I'm, my attention span isn't amazing. Like I was looking for a YouTube video to watch on Google AdWords yesterday. And all of them were like 25 minutes long. I was like, I can't be asked to listen to someone chat shit for 25 minutes. I know it's a bit shit. I probably will have to re- uh, read one. Might have to watch one later. But yeah, I'll just put... A 25 minutes of my time aside for that I guess yeah but yeah I'm trying to get my name out there it seems like I'm it's costing me more to run the website at the moment than I'm making in profit which is a bit shit but obviously at the start of anything you're usually losing money or you're not making money from the start when I first started this business I wasn't making making money straight away 
I was making a little bit, but I definitely wasn't making a wage. Now it's built up and I'm doing pretty well for myself. So yeah, I'm trying to build that card um, website. I'm not really buying many cards at the moment because I feel like the market's still very early on in the UK. Like, I feel like you have to be selling the big names. You want them Messi's, Ronaldo's, Van Dyke's, Sane and Sane, I meant Mane and Salah. Obviously, Sane as well might be quite good, but like the younger rookies don't seem to be selling like. So I've got like a Watford rookie. I know he's not a big name, but is is Mela Sar or something like that PSA graded? I just don't think people are looking for him at the moment. In America, they seem to sell fairly well, but the market in the UK is still very early on, and I don't know when it's going to explode. It will at some point, but I'm kind of losing a little bit of interest in it because I need to get back into my reselling because that's where I make my money, and you know that's just what I love. I was talking to my friend yesterday, and he was like, do you think reselling's changed you? And I was like, it has, because yesterday I went out shopping, I thought I'm going to buy myself some clothes. I brought myself a couple of t-shirts, and also found £250 worth of potential profit in the clearance sections. So I can't actually go out shopping, because I do it every time. Every time I go out shopping, I have to find at least enough money to pay for what I'm buying myself. Because otherwise I'd just feel down. If I've brought, I don't know, some clothes for 100 quid and I haven't found any money to pay for it, like any potential profit to pay for it, I just feel like, shit, I'm like, why have you wasted your money on that? So the fact that yesterday I spent, like, I think it's around 80, 80 quid on myself and then that I found 250 quid's worth of profit, I was driving home just thinking I was the actual bollocks. Got, driving down the road like the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> So it's just changed the way I look at life. Every every shop I go into, I try and find deals. It could be a, do a, like, a little Tesco extra with no clearance section. I'll be scanning the shampoos to see if there's any ones that are underpriced. It's just how it goes isn't it, when you're a reseller. I'm sure a load of you do that. Just wherever you go, try and make some money. It opens your eyes to there's literally money everywhere. you just got to look in the right place and spend some time looking. Amazon has been doing absolute madnesses for me. It's literally a beast. you just got to feed the beast. Like, find as much stock as you can. Go out for days out. Go out of your town. Travel miles. Go to every clearance section you can. Literally, buy some pots and pans if they're on clearance, if the price is going well. Literally, always step out of your comfort zone. I've, I've started buying paintbrushes and Stanley tools and saws and that kind of thing. Like padlocks, master locks, I think they're called. And they're just selling so well. Everything just seems to sell. As long as you get the right ranks and you've worked out your margin, I usually go for double my money, but I'm trying to... I feel like if I go for 50% profit, I'll obviously find a lot more deals and I'll make more money in the long run. So I'm trying to... It's just I've got in my head that I like to double my money on everything. So I'm trying to dumb that down a bit and think, well, 50% profit's still very good. So I'm trying to work on that myself. But... Even if you're working on 30% profit, then you'll find an absolute shit ton of stuff. Like I'm not saying you'll find something at every single shop you go into, but if you spend the time to scan most things in a shop, then you're going to find some deals. It's just it's just how it goes, especially when you're looking for lower margins. I know a lot of guys go for like 20% margin on Amazon. I've In my head, I can't physically do that at the moment, just because... I'll be, I'll be thinking I'm doing shit, but I'll actually be doing well, but I just need to get into my head. So I'm currently doing, like I said before, doubling my money, 
but in the future I'm going to be looking to make 50% because I'll be able to turn a lot more stock over which is the main goal just want to talk about some items that actually went mad for me in Q4 and in the first lockdown lockdown one as we like to call it so in the first lockdown we games were absolutely going mental like Tiger Woods 12 which is the last Tiger Woods on the Wii which you think wouldn't really matter that I was getting like 65 70 quid for that used and I was buying it for it for like 15 to 20 quid so the Tiger Woods games were going crazy like even Tiger Woods 10 which was two games before the last one I was getting 30 to 35 quid each and they were selling the same day I was getting them the first lockdown I was making all my money from CEX I was spending on CEX like, I don't know, £1,000 a day, something like that. I'd wait a couple of days, get it through, and that stuff would sell the same day I listed it. Because it was just seems like people weren't checking on, on CEX, people were just buying on Amazon. And I was, so for example, I was buying a Wii for 40 quid from CEX and selling it on Amazon for 150 And it was selling the same day as I brought it. Like I said, with them Tiger Woods games, also I was doing it with loads of other games like the, what's that one called? It's called Zumba, with the belt you get with it. I was paying, I believe that was £4.50 per set, plus £2 postage on each, so £6.50 per set. And they were selling for like 25 30 35 quid, depending on how many were in stock. And they were selling as soon as I even listed them on the website. It was absolutely mental. They also had these Super Nintendo mini consoles. They had them for, I believe, 50 quid originally. It's been a while, but I believe I paid £50 each. And they were selling for 150 to 200 quid each. And like I said, they were literally selling the same day I brought them, which was absolutely mental. Like I had some days where I was sending out like 100 parcels a day, and it just wasn't stopping. People were just buying non-stop. And it, I was absolutely loving life. It was a bit hard. I bloody ran out of um, bubble mailers, so I had to start bubble wrapping everything. But it was worth it with the, with the money I was getting through from it. Also, Animal Crossing on the Wii. Pretty much most Wii games, like some of them tripled, some of them ten times the price. So there was another one called My Fitness Coach, which was a pound before the lockdown. And then during the lockdown, it was like 30 quid. Just because people were doing fitness at home. Like the Wii makes you lose so much weight. <laughs> but yeah, it was absolutely mental. Even other games like PS2 games. I remember there was a Lord of the Rings Return of the King, I believe it was called. Like, And before lockdown, that was a pound. During lockdown, it was selling for like 20 quid. And CEX had it for £3. Plus the £2, so £5. And I was getting 20 quid for it. So it was like a no-brainer. I was buying so much stuff. There was so much stuff coming every day i felt sorry for the postman gave him a good old tip bless him but yeah he just has to deal with a lot of parcels coming here because i buy a lot of off of ebay off of cx especially during that lockdown which was crazy it was bad because obviously the lockdown people hated it but i made so much money it was actually crazy but yeah that was just a madness also during the during the um christmas it just went a couple of my best-selling things were Little Britain got banned, didn't it? Little Britain DVDs shop stopped selling them, and it was banned from Netflix and everything on and on BBC iPlayer. It's banned, I believe. So people were just going mental trying to find it. Before that, literally, you could take that to a car boot sale for a pound, and no one would have touched it. No one would have brought that. No one would have even looked at it. But as soon as it got banned, 
on Amazon, I think in the first week it was going for like 60 quid, which is mental. I didn't jump on it then, but I jumped about a month or two later, which you think the price would have gone down crazy. But I was selling them for minimum £40 a box set. So series one to three, minimum 40 quid each. And it was absolutely mental. I sold over a £1,000 worth of them during the, during the Q4 period. And they were just, as soon as they touched down on Amazon, they were gone. People were just absolutely loving it. In sealed ones, you were, I was even getting like 70, 80 quid. I sold one the other day, a sealed one for 70 pound, which my old man picked it up at a car boot for two quid. Even now, people are overlooking them. So that's a, just another thing to look at. I don't know what the price on a used one is now. As I said, during Christmas, I was getting them 40 pounds each, 40 to 50 pounds each. I think it may have dropped a fair bit, but I'm sure you could at least get 20 quid a box set. But obviously, always do your not knowledge. Do your knowledge. Do your research to build your knowledge. There you go. But yeah, if you can find it sealed, it's even better. Obviously, make sure you can sell DVDs on Amazon, but I'm sure on eBay you could still get some decent money. Again, check it out yourself. Another thing that was going crazy for me was PS3 controllers. During the first lockdown, they were like £40, £45 each. I didn't have too many of them. Must have sold like 20 of them, something like that. But then during the the Q4 periods, uh, September to to the end of December, is that right? Yeah, September to the end of December, they were going crazy. I sold over a grand's worth of them again. The minimum I was getting was 35, the maximum I got was 45. And again, they were touching down and they were gone straight away. People were just buying them up. I don't know how many people have got play PS3s now, but it seems like quite a lot, just because I've sold out of all of them. I've now been restricted in them because... I think it's because of the whole PS5. People were upselling them on Amazon and getting like thousands of pounds. So they've blocked everyone from selling PlayStation, which is, which is annoying. But hopefully they lift that in the future. We'll see what happens. But yeah. So PS3 controllers went mad for me. So did Little Britain DVDs. And also, last year i done a purchase in a resale shop. They had a load of Lexmark Inc. on the clearance. I, I paid... I think £300 for that and I sold it for well over £1,000 that stuff was selling like hotcakes it was all these different Lexmark inks all the different numbers and colours and I literally just bought every single one that was in the shop and they sold within like 2 or 3 months people were like because the ranks were fairly high people were telling me oh, I wouldn't have brought them then ranks were well too high I think I just knew they were going to sell Lexmark ink always seems to sell for me especially on Amazon I'm sure it does alright on eBay, but if you can get more money on Amazon, why are you going to touch eBay? That's the thing. Obviously, unless you can't sell it. So, Lexmark Inc. went mad. Another little thing for you to look out for is PC games. Don't pass over them. Look for Need for Speeds on the PC. Even used, some of them can be like 30 quids. Sorry about that. 20 to 30 quid for used Need for Speed games for PC. Obviously, look them up yourself. But especially... It's even better, obviously, if you can find them sealed. So, again, keep your eye out. You want to be looking for the Sims games sealed, the expansions, Sims 2 expansions, and the main game, Sims 3 and everything. Maybe even Sims 4. Sims 4, you don't want to be picking up if it's used, because I believe they're one-time use codes. So, after after the first person's used it, they're useless. Could be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure Sims 4, you can only use once. Uh, Sims 3 expansions, you're probably alright to buy them used there's one called Island Paradise there's one called University I believe there's another one called uh, 
I can't think of the name of it, but they seem to sell for around £30 used on Amazon. I sold one the other day. So keep your eye out for them. There's obviously, there's like they do this whole Sims original collection on PC. You can sell that for around 30 quid. So look out for that at the car boots online on eBay. See if you can flip it onto Amazon. Because there's just money to be made. There's always money to be made. And I absolutely fucking love it. But yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been all over the place. I've been chatting shit about everything. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know if you did. And I'll see you on the next one.